Lucas on Life. Hello, welcome to Lucas on Life. I'm Jeff Lucas, coming to you once again from Colorado. People have been noticing in the UK that due to corona, there have been more sightings of wildlife. And that's certainly been true here this week. Just a few minutes ago, a couple of deer parked outside my front door. A couple of weeks ago, a black bear that came wandering by without an invitation. And just in the last few days, I had to deal with, I'll just say deal with, a passing rattlesnake. Call me Crocodile Lucas. Well, we're thinking about lessons that we can learn during COVID, and one of them for me is to avoid rattlesnakes. I asked you to contact me by email sharing wisdom that you've gained during this most challenging time. And I'd still love to hear from you. LucasOnLife at premier.org.uk. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the importance of friendship, connection, community, and yes, the importance of church. And I'd like to return to that because many of you have been reaffirming that to me in recent days. And just this week, I discovered a survey where it's reported that around 25% of church attenders don't plan to come back once the COVID season is over. That's quite remarkable. If you just heard an automated doorbell, that really is the deer outside. And I am not joking. So these 25% of people who are not coming back, who are they? Well, one commentator has suggested that they fit perhaps into five categories. There are those who at one time attended church around four times a month. Before the pandemic, though, their frequency of attendance declined to twice a month or even once a month. COVID has accelerated that trend, and now they're not attending at all, either personally or virtually. Then there are the disconnected church members. If, a, if you're in a small group, the likelihood of your returning to church when all this is over is high. But if you attend worship only, your likelihood of attendance is much lower. That should motivate us to really emphasize in-person small groups once everyone feels safe to return. There are other church members who see gathered attendance as just yet another activity. It's on par or even lower in priority to other activities. They're the people who let inclement weather keep them from church, but not from their kids' Sunday soccer games. Commitment to the church was low priority before the pandemic, and it suggested they'll have no commitment in the post-quarantine era. There are the constant critic church members, the church members who always have some complaints for the minister, priest, pastor. In fact, the leaders may be dying a death by a thousand cuts because of these folks, and they are likely still complaining even though they've not returned to in-person services, and many of them will not return at all. Finally, there are the cultural Christian church members who were part of a declining group well before the pandemic. They were those church members who likely were not actually Christians, but came to church because it was just a, a habit and it's accepted culturally. Today, there are few cultural expectations, though, for people to actually attend church. The cultural Christians learned during the pandemic that it was no big deal to miss church and it would be no big deal for them never to return. So the church is facing a challenge, but perhaps 
it could also face a tremendous opportunity to rebuild, to change, to be adaptable, and it will take committed people in order to help make that happen. I really hope that you're one of them. As I've been looking through your responses to my question, what have you learned during COVID? A strong theme has been the need to change. I was reflecting on that earlier, but also have some stability and structure. Phil said, I can't afford to put my trust in human systems. The world has changed. People can change, but structures struggle to change. Anyone who's been around the local church will know that sometimes change is the most difficult thing for us to respond to. And if you move the pews, then you could really be in trouble. Julian said, the importance of corporate worship has come home to me, though I can't explain what happens and why it's so different when we are together. He said, vision and mission are not changed by external events. Methods must change. And then Pastor Leon Evans, again a friend of mine, said we need adaptable structures for an unchangeable mission. Let's pause and consider, are we those who are willing to navigate change for the sake of the mission, or are we stuck in the rut of our own preferences? We just like church to be that way, and we will fight what is new, what is different, just because it is new and different. Those who follow Jesus are on a journey. The gospel is not that we invite Jesus to come into our lives, to come to where we are, a kind of static experience. Rather, it is that we follow him where he is going. He is going somewhere, wants to take us with him. And that will require us to experience some change, some new scenery. Do we fight it? Are we open to it? But then let's balance that with the need for structure, for consistency in our daily lives. Karen said, I've learned that I need balance in my life. I'm a better mum and wife and daughter and friend when I have work to go to and when I have a structured routine. She said, that all seemed to go out of the window with this COVID season. It's very trying for me. April said, I've learned to create a rhythm of life and to listen to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And then Brenda said, I have learned the value of a rhythm to my day for prayer, rest, exercise, good food and link with others. And so we need to be open to what's new and yet with a sense of the predictable, with the ordered, with the structure in our lives as well. Wisdom from the COVID journey. I'd still love to hear from you, Lucas on Life at premier.org.uk. I was very challenged when I heard from Susie, who said, Life is fragile and precious, and we need to gently encourage one another to think about death because it will definitely come, and currently to many people, much sooner than expected. With Jesus, we don't need to have any fear in the trials of life now or even in death to come. And then Teresa said, I've learned that I need to know my neighbours better. She said one of them passed away in his apartment during COVID and he wasn't found for weeks. Death, it's certainly come home to us in recent days, hasn't it? As we've heard daily the growing statistics, as many of us have grieved for friends and family members. But we remind ourselves tonight that in Christ, death is 
beaten. See you next time. Lucas on Life.